All right, Keegan, we're back. I'm going to ask you again like I do every episode because I'm, it's a thing now. Episode seven? We, I think it's seven. We should probably know. We should probably get a counter or something, figuring out what episode we're on. I think, I think it's on. seven. I'm, uh, I'm 99% sure this time. Usually I'm like 40. I think it's episode seven. So you I think heard it from Keegan. Good. If we're wrong, blame Keegan, not me. Uh, I'll set out the next one. But no. Ooh, no. But we got uh, In the Huddle presented by the 816 Hour. We're back. Uh, have a really good uh, podcast planned for today. I know I say that every podcast, but I'm excited. Every week we have great topics, I exactly. think. Exactly. Talking football. It's never a bad thing. Uh, first topic we're going to go over, the Patriots. Are they a playoff team this year? Bill Belichick has that team looking good. Mac Jones playing some good ball. Going to go over that. Like we do every week, going to do top five teams going into week nine. Uh, after that, going to incorporate a new type of thing. We're going to do keeper fire. Me and Keegan are going to name five to six head coaches, and we're going to pick whether we'd keep or fire. I'm not sure if we're going to give a explanation or not. We'll play it by ear. Uh, Keegan, what do we got after that? After that, we got we do this weekly sleeper of the week, buy low, pick up on the waiver wire. Who's going to get your team maybe like that 10, 15 points that you need that you can pick up? Uh, and then after that, we're going to talk Jimmy G versus Trey Lance. Uh, the 49ers are, what, three and four? Jimmy G is pl- he's playing good but not the best. Uh, Trey Lance was drafted at the third pick, third pick right. Yeah. So we're gonna talk that who who should be the starter for the San Francisco 40- San Francisco 49ers and then dog of the week. We did this once before. Uh, you know who we use dog a lot. So who is that underrated player from this past Sunday that went off and we can just give credit to? So I'm excited to talk football. So let's rock. Always a good time. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's rock. All right, Keegan, jumping right into it. The New England Patriots. Second year without TB12. Last year was the first time in, gosh, I don't know, 20, since 20. I've been alive. Yeah, that never the, seen it. The Patriots weren't in the playoff picture. Uh, do you see the Patriots as a playoff team this year? I, I feel like halfway through the season we should know. But the AFC has so many questions. But mm. I, I think they could be a playoff team. Sneak in. Yeah, sneak in. I mean, with the, how the AFC picture is going, um, I wanted to bring up this. The re- the remaining schedule isn't that difficult. Like, I really Wait, think... Wait, you say it isn't that difficult? No, here, here, here. They Let still me... haven't played the Bills. They still have to play the Bills twice. That's only two losses. Here, let me bring it up real quick, because I remember looking at it and thinking they could get nine or ten wins. No, they have... So, the three game or the, the three opponents that I have that are in my notes that I think are... Automatic losses. Not automatic losses, but if they win, maybe two or three of these games that they have a great shot at making the playoffs. But you have the Bills twice. Yep. Then you're home against the Browns and the Colts. Colts and Browns are hit or miss. I don't know if the Patriots win either of those games. I don't know either, but here's the remaining schedule. The Panthers, Browns, Falcons, Titans. Remember the Derrick Henry list Titans. Yes. The Bills, but Colts. it is the Adrian Peterson led Titans. Uh, he's like thirty seven. Yeah, so like wrong. that's the thing. That's an, another topic for a new day. Uh, the Bills again. The Jags. The Dolphins. This, so I feel like they could get nine or ten wins out of that schedule. Maybe upset the Bills once. The Browns don't look too good. The Colts are a sneaky good team who are underperforming, I feel like. So that's definitely a toss-up like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it, 
You go, you go. It, it's just tough because, like, they're, they're top ten in offense and defense, which is wild. I feel like we didn't see that coming. No one talks about it. They're one of the most, like, they're the most well-known team in the NFL, I feel like. But they're the least talked about this year so far. No no Tom Brady. They don't have that legendary QB. They have Mac Jones. I feel like I see more about Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Shoot, I saw more about was it Mike White, the Jets? Quarterback? Mike White. I saw more about Mac I mean Mike White than I've seen about Mac Jones in the past couple weeks. Probably because Mac Jones is just like he's like just another replica of Tom Brady, just, you know, dump offs and he's actually throwing more deep balls than I expected, but mm-hmm. he's nothing like Justin Fields, look at the play he made this past weekend, yeah, that, that rushing true. touchdown. Very you know, true. Mac Jones isn't going to do that. So, yeah. you know, the media is going to love that out-of-this-world player. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what – that's the deal with him. Yeah, he's the – he's not a flashy player. He's the, like you said, Tom Brady-type clone. I think he's probably going to – looking at his stats – I mean, he threw an interception, or there's a game where I saw that he threw three interceptions. Mac Jones? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I forget what game, but it was... Was it the Cowboys? No. I'm not 100% sure. It might have been the Cowboys, but yeah. But he had thrown an interception in four straight games. In the past two weeks, he hasn't thrown a single interception. Knock on wood for you, Mac Jones. Don't throw another interception this week against the Panthers. He's got uh, four four this year? No, he's thrown, he had thrown one in four straight games, but now he has it in two straight weeks. He might have four altogether, though. No, he threw three in one game, Keegan. Then he has like six. Mac, he can't have too much. Uh, let's see. So Mac Jones going to make me pull it up. Has nine touchdowns, which ranks 21st in the NFL, and he is tied for 20th in the NFL for interceptions with six. Okay, six. Yeah, yeah. He's eighth in overall in passing yards. Uh, he's looked better and he looks more comfortable in an NFL pocket. I think he is going to be the determining factor on if the Bills. I mean, I'm sorry, the Bills. The Patriots are able to make the playoffs or not. Don't forget, they're only a game and a half out of the division lead. I I mean, the Bills slip up a couple times. They didn't pl- they Maybe. didn't look amazing against the Dolphins this past week. Granted, yeah, they were slow to start. Brian Flores is a great defensive minded coach. Stop Josh Allen a bit. I I just if they can steal a win from the Bills and they can win either That'd their Browns huge. or Colts game, I think the rest of the games on their schedule are very manageable and very winnable games. Maybe like a trap game to the Falcons. They just can't slip up. That's the tough part. And with Bill Belichick as your coach, I think he's going to have them going well. No, I definitely could believe it. Uh, Damian Harris, though, yeah, he's playing excellent. Usually two great running backs. Exactly. Like the Patriots running three. back. Brandon no, Bolden. Yeah, three, really. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, like you mentioned. Uh, Damian Harris is six in rushing in the NFL, I believe. That's another player that you probably wouldn't have guessed was top ten in rushing. No, yeah, we're used to that committee. Uh, Bill Belichick, always a committee. Always. always. I couldn't always tell you the last time it wasn't. A receiving back, a bruiser back, like, I mean... That's what they got this year, it's just working so well, and that takes the pressure off Mac Jones. uh, Remember when they had LeGarrette Blunt and James White? Exactly. Yeah, no, thousand percent. You got anything else on the Patriots? Um... No. Okay, so right now we'll make a prediction. Sitting uh, November third, Keegan, will the page will you see the Patriots play a playoff game this year? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say. Uh, I think they win eight or nine games. 
I don't know if they can be because I personally think Kansas City is going to win the AFC West. I think they'll turn it around, but that's a topic for another conversation. I, I think so too. I don't know if I'm taking the Patriots over the Chargers, but with Bill Belichick, I take him over Brendan Staley. I am taking the Patriots. They will play a playoff game this year. You we, think so? There's just so many teams at the bottom of the AFC right now. There's a lot. That there's you a don't lot use, of good like, ones. The Chiefs are four and four. The Browns are four and four. There's a lot of good teams. So they could kick it up a notch, and you know yeah. the seventh seed is eleven and six. Very I mean, true. will the Patriots got to win eleven then and have tiebreakers? So that that's a big question. But Mac Jones is also a rookie, just playing off instinct right now. Yeah. So. He's played well, but I, I'm gonna say no. And I'm gonna take yes. Uh, I guess we shall see. Yeah, for real. Ah. I'm, I, playoff football is like hey. we're already halfway through the season. Hey, it's not a thought yet. We can't we can't <laughs> think like that. It feels like football season just got here and we're already halfway through. I know it's like great but bad at the Golly. same time. Uh, going off of that, Keegan, top five teams going into week nine. Gonna start from five. Gonna work to one. Who do you have at five? I got the uh, the Bucks. I also have the Bucks at okay. five. Uh, four, I have the Cowboys. I have the Cardinals. Right, Cardinals. I have them at three. Uh, I have the Rams at three. Rams. I have two. Uh, at two. Oh, you know what? I messed mine up. Golly, that's the second straight. Week. I know. I. It's just so hard because like. I don't have a single AFC team in my top five. I'll tell you that straight up. I don't either, but I messed mine up because I I put the Cardinals at two, and then I thought, you know, they they messed around. Um, so, here. So, at, f- at four, I'm going to put the Bills. At three, I'm going to put the Rams. At two, I'm going to put... Oh, sorry, I, I messed up here. I, I just It's a lot of thinking. So this far in the year, I feel like you should know your top five teams. Yeah. Well, but, but like this year, it's a very weird year in the NFL. I'd say it's just so hard because like you could make a debate for like three or four teams. Yeah. Um. So still the Bills in my top five. I think I had them out last week. I might have kicked them out on accident. So give me the Rams at no. Give me the Cardinals at three. The Rams at two. So are you at two? What's what's your two? Oh, I had the Rams at two. Okay. So there we go. And uh, then do we. We both have the Packers at one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my bad there. It's Very just, good win. I named the Cardinals twice is what I did, but oh. I meant to erase him and put the Bills, but I totally forgot. Oh, I got you. Yeah, the Packers... Very rough news here in that Aaron Rodgers won't be coming to Kansas City to play against Patrick Mahomes. Second time in the past yeah. three years? Uh, yep. Yeah. Two three. years ago, Mahomes didn't play because of an injury. Yeah. So, uh, are we ever going to get the Mahomes Rodgers? I need that. I need that Maybe to be in, in the Super Bowl. Bowl. Exactly. Ooh. Ooh. Almost jinxed you right there, Keegan. Yeah, we had the same thought. Uh, For real. Maybe next time neither of these QBs play. I hey. mean, it's just how it's going. Hey, I mean, a Chad Henney versus Jordan Love Super Bowl. Who if won? Chad Henney is still in, still in the league by then. By the Super Bowl? By the next time he gets a start. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying next time they're going to meet is in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl this year? And Mahomes and Rodgers were, aren't going to be playing. It's going to be Chad Henney. If, that, if, if the Super Bowl is the Packers or Chiefs, both backups, and you just called that, hey, watch buy out. me a lot of ticket. Betters, beware. Don't bet on any other teams. Give me no. Chad Henney with that offense. I love it. Keegan, let's do keeper fire. Ooh, okay. So I have a list of names. You have a list of names. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'll go first. I'll name these coaches and who, where they coach, and you're going to tell me if they should keep or fire them. All right. At this point right now. Yep. Matt Nagy of the Chicago Bears. Fire. Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Keep. Mike Zimmer of the Vikings. Fire. Vic Fangio of the Denver Broncos. Fire. 
And then Brian Flores, and kind of a weird one of the Miami Dolphins. No, it's a weird one. I have that one too. Uh, keep. I mean, he's only in uh, year three, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he took over. I think they went five and eleven a few years ago. Ten and six last year, but they're one and seven now. So it's like you went ten and six last year, and your defense carried you. So like, what happened? But I think I feel like we gotta remember Brian Flores is a great head coach off the Belichick tree. Yeah. Um. He's still like we forget how how quickly how bad the Dolphins were. The Dolphins were the laughing stock of the NFL for a couple years. Exactly, and then they go five and eleven, get Tua, and then they're ten and six. So I feel like people always. I mean, I had them as a playoff team this year. No, I won't lie. I definitely. I had I, them. I had them winning the division. Oh, did you? I, I did. Think you told me that. I yeah. had them over the Bills. I didn't think the Bills were going to be good this year. That's a hot take. I I know. I'm all, I'm all about those um, hot takes. One and seven. If you would have told me they're like four and five or something, like okay. Yeah. One and seven. I don't. Who's their one win? Um, it wasn't even the London game against the Jaguars. The Jaguars it, got their first is it, win. Is it the? Uh, Golly. The Jets. They're in their division. It might be the Jets. It might be. I'm not 100 percent sure. Are you? I looking? can't even remember. They might have won like week one. Just haven't won since. Are you looking it up or am I? Uh, you are. It looks like it. Oh, I guess I'm looking it up, Keegan. Don't worry. I thought I, I thought I could know. Um, it looks like the Dolphins. Oh my, they got. They beat the New England Patriots week one, seventeen to sixteen. Hey, I got that part right. There so they've go. been zero seven since. Golly, that's rough. I just don't know what's wrong with them. Maybe the off. I know the offense hasn't been great, but the defense has not been great either. So it's no. I don't know what's going. But I remember before the season, I looked at the Dolphins. If you look at them on paper, it just it doesn't look great. I mean, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are their corner one and two. That that's a solid cornerback. Yeah, it is. But what else do they got? Like <sighs> on paper, on that offense, Devontae Parker, Will Kenny Fuller, S- yeah, Will Fuller, um, former Kansas City Chief, oh Albert Wilson. Yeah, he's still there. You say yeah. Kenny Stills? Yeah, I accidentally say Kenny. I think Stills. Kenny Stills is on the Saints. Pra- no, he's on the Saints active roster. Maybe. Um, Either way, was on the Dolphins. Running backs, yeah. Ma- Keegan's favorite running back, Miles Gaskins. Exactly. Tua's back. No, I definitely, I thought that the Dolphins would have been a lot better than this start that they've had this year. Yeah, I, one so so tough, but keep Brian Flores. It's almost like, who would you hire that's better? No, yeah, that's what I put for uh, Mike Zimmer. I mean, honestly, I put Mike Zimmer and I said, fire sadly, who are you going to hire that's better? I can't think of a coach that it's I'm taking over Mike Zimmer. Like Mike Zimmer's a great head coach, but like he just hasn't done much with the Vikings. And this year, the Vikings aren't terrible. Like I saw them potentially winning the North, but like their defense is holding them back. And Mike Zimmer's a defensive head coach. Which is odd because... Like, so like you got to... I don't know. It's just been so long and he just... Hasn't had playoff success, I feel like. So no, a thousand percent. Maybe you, you know it's it's sad, but uh, wait, he point. he was a call away from playing in the Super Bowl against with the Saints. Yeah, they won that game. Wait, no, yeah. they lost the game. No, they didn't. It was a Stephon Diggs. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. Then did they get? They went to the NFC Championship versus the Eagles and got lost like forty-two to seven. What am I thinking of then? How long has he been there? I might be thinking of something else. I might be thinking of something completely different. I apologize. Yeah, because that's the only time I can think of in recent memory that he's uh, been in 
the playoffs and had success because that was the Case Keenum year. Yeah, I remember the uh, Stephon Diggs throwing the helmet. But give, give me your list. Uh, most of yours was the same, so I'll give you a couple. David Coley. David Coley. He's in his rookie year, but the Texans are, are bad. I'm going to say fire because I think Ooh. by the end of the year, there's better candidates. I think um, Kansas City Chiefs a, offensive coordinator yeah. Eric Bieniemy. Who they interviewed. I I think there's a lot better option than David Coley. I think they rushed that higher. Yeah, David Coley is uh, he's one of the longest assistants to go out with that head coaching job. Finally gets one. So I think they kind of wanted like a leader because that franchise is just poorly ran. Very true. Uh, I hate to say it because I mean, like you said, he was in his he's in his rookie season, but he wasn't. The Watson situation is definitely something that the NFL hasn't seen. It's just bad because it's not his fault. Ex- exactly, he had to deal with he's grabbing a new fire. a new starting quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. Oh, Tyrod Taylor gets her. Has to throw in Davis Mills. I mean, they have a running back core, but they don't utilize them well. Arguably was given the worst roster in the NFL, so it's just a rough spot for him. So it sucks to say, but see, talking about it, like I want to see what he can do with that Texans team, so maybe keep for a couple more years, but I feel like... What what do you miss out on? Yeah... It just depends on Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson made it known. The biggest thing for me is Deshaun Watson made it known that he wanted out of Houston. That's the thing. He can play right now, but and, he doesn't want to be a Texan. And David Culley said he – I don't know if he thought he was over trying to get too much for Watson because they had offers for Watson, multiple first-round picks and I mean, players. the Dolphins owner talked to Watson just the other day right before the trade deadline and decided <sighs> it's – it's just not worth it. I It sucks, but... It's a tough situation, so I feel bad for him because, yeah, he's only a rookie head coach. Yeah. But, like, I feel like there's better options out there, like you mentioned. It's just, it's just tough to tell right now. They do have the rest of the season to tell, and it, it goes more into record and how they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, how's the locker room? You know, how, how, how does he actually coach the game, the adjustments? I mean, it's just... I don't. I can't think who the Houston GM is now. I did for a second. Mm-hmm. It's a new GM. Obviously, I'm not sure. But they they got to decide. Um, David Cole is from the the Ravens, I believe. I think he was like. I think he was the Ravens like special teams coach or the offensive coordinator. I remember. Oh, he might have been the tight end coach. Yeah, but he got a lot of hate for getting that hire. Getting hired. Yeah, he. it was a rush hire, in my opinion. I think they rushed right into hiring him. Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. Now that you mentioned it, because they, they interviewed EB. Mm-hmm, they did. And, I mean, uh, I, I don't know how people keep passing up on him. Uh, we could talk about that forever. Um, Another one, you have most same ones, but Joe Judge. Oh, Joe Judge, I almost put him on here. I say keep just because he has that locker room. Uh, the locker room loves Joe Judge. He's a player's coach. The problem with Joe Judge before the year is when he made them run. Uh, you yeah. remember that before the year, and he treated him like high school players. That's my biggest problem with him is you can't you can't lose the locker room as a head coach. Yeah, I, that sucks. But they do love him. Like I've seen videos where they're really getting along with Joe Judge, and I think that's a big thing for New York. Like. If you look at it, like, nothing has gotten better for New York, but, like, he's growing that organization, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing. That's your first step. It, you you can't win if you don't have the locker room tied together. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. So, I would keep, too. Also has to deal with uh, Saquon Barkley being hurt. That, too. He's He's been injured a lot, so... 
Yeah, they made a big moves this year too, so I thought maybe the Giants are gonna do something, but they've had some injuries, so I feel like he's in his third year too, isn't he? Yeah. So maybe give him a year, another maybe full second. season. If he can't win next year, I like it sucks for these NFL coaches because like an NFL coach gets hired by a bad team, mm-hmm. but then they don't ha- they don't have success, so then you fire him. But like. Do, is it because of your roster or is it because of the coach? No, for real. That's a thing that um, NFL GMs have to take into consideration. Like a guy like Dave Coley gets thrown into a dumpster fire team like the Houston Texans. Hot garbage. And are, is it Coley's fault or is it the Houston Texans front office's fault for giving him this team that's so horrendous? No, exactly. But also if you if you wait on someone, it could, it could uh, give you the answer. But it just may take time. Yeah, for real. But in the NFL today, no one no one wants to take time. No, yeah. That's why you see QBs after two years, they, they move on. Yeah, everyone just wants to, um, they want to win now. Everyone. Exactly, which is fine, but it takes time. It, that's, a, that's a problem. You, you just got to be patient. Yeah, for real. The NFL is a patient game. You're not going to win overnight. You're gonna not going to make a, fran- uh, a dynasty overnight, sadly. That just doesn't happen. But... Yeah. Um, one more. I, f- I feel like we do have the same opinion on this one. Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. That's a keep, no question. Yep, Dan Campbell has so much passion and heart for that team. He they cried after the Justin Tucker 66-yard field goal yep. that he banged out. Um, Dan Campbell has that team playing great football. He... He loves football. He's a football guy. A football I, guy. He's the definition of a football guy. He's... Uh, he took on Jared Goff. I wish I hate that they gave up Matthew Stafford because I love Matt Stafford and I wanted to see him finish his career as a Lion. Granted, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love that uh, Stafford is finding success in LA with Sean McVay, and I love that duo. I love it too. It's awesome. I also think Dan Campbell was thrown into a situation. Who's their wide receiver one? Quin C- Quintez Cephas. Exactly. Like they 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 don't have a good roster. None. And they whenever uh, Campbell was drafting, they were in a prime spot to take an offensive tackle. Then they take was it Sewell? They took yep. Panay Sewell. Yep. It it wasn't like he was gifted a star quarterback at a college or a Najee Harris running back. He took a tackle to build his franchise around. I think give Campbell three or four more years and that that Lions team might look a lot different they're playing a they're playing a lot of games close no, against a lot of good teams football. I think that's a big thing like I know they're 0-7 or 0-7 yeah 0-7 so that's that's what you look like going man they're just a dumpster fire but I like Dan Campbell a lot I think that was a good hire. Like, he came out of nowhere. I think he was a Saints tight end coach. Yeah, at the time whenever he was hired, and I listened to his press conference, and I was just like, who did the Lions just hire? This guy is an absolute meathead. He's a musclehead. Like, he he doesn't. I, I didn't like the hire at the time, but after seeing his heart, seeing how much he cares about this team, and how much he wants to see this team win, I, I think it's a keep. I think so, too. Like, He'll also have the big question after this year, like about Jared Goff, like who's your franchise QB? But also Jared Goff doesn't have weapons, so they'll have a lot of questions. Detroit, it wouldn't be Detroit football without having questions to that franchise. Straight up. Uh, transitioning into another thing we do almost weekly, Keegan, who's your sleeper of the week? My sleeper of the week is Jamison Crowder Ooh. versus the Colts. He's owned in 22% of the leagues. He had nine targets with Mike White at QB last week. Uh, he, had he had how many targets? Nine. Dang. 
That's pretty good. Um, he Especially had six for... the week before, but that was with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, they play tomorrow night. Uh, he had 16.4 points last week. Nine targets is a lot of targets, and he didn't have a touchdown. Gosh. So I feel like... You know how many yards he finished with? Uh, I think it was 84. It's not bad at all. So, exactly. Like, if you look at he's like, oh, he had a good game. But he had 16.4 fantasy points. I think he had eight receptions off nine targets. So, if you need someone to put in that flex spot, I think Jamison Crowder is a really good way to go. I like it. Uh, personally, I have Tyler Conklin. Uh, he's owned Ooh. in 29% of ESPN leagues. He is the tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, had to step into that starting role after Irv Smith went down with a season-ending injury. Uh, he's playing the Ravens, which the Ravens are ranked 32nd, dead last at defending tight ends. Uh, Tyler Conklin has seen five-plus targets in back-to-back games. I want to say he said uh, saw seven targets last week. Um... Baltimore, they put up 26 points a game, so the Vikings are going to be in a shootout. The Vikings just let Cooper Rush, which I will talk about later in the podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, Just let Cooper Rush carve up their defense, so I have a feeling it's going to be a high-scoring game. And if the Vikings want to keep up, if Justin Jefferson is going against um, Marlon Humphreys, I... I think that Tyler Conklin might be a good start this week. He's a sneaky star. I want to say he's projected around... Uh, last time nine. I checked, I want to say it was like 8.9 points or something like you that. You projected 9. 9. So I, I like Tyler Conklin as a sneaky start in your tight end. Or if you run a two-flex league like we do, uh, run him in your flex spot. I enjoy that. if you that. got three tight ends, who knows? Like Carter Webb? Like Carter, yeah. Carter, who's your favorite tight end in the NFL right now? Quick, go. Travis Kelsey. Who's your number two? Go. Okay, thank you, Carter. You got three tight ends off on your on your team, and you couldn't think of another one than those Could, two. Wouldn't name either of the tight any of the tight ends on your team. I don't know two of their names to be honest. Oh my! Fair. He he um, refers to them as the Cowboys tight end <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know what the Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yes, uh, he has Hunter Henry. The Cowboys tight end. And who's your third one? Carter doesn't even. Oh, Godert. As you call him, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Yep, I love it. It's Goddard, not Goddard. That's a conversation for another day. We'll get Carter in some classes to learn NFL names. I love it. Uh, Keegan, real quick. Who should be the starting quarterback of the 49ers? Wait, time out real quick. So Tyler Conklin, should I pick him up and start him at tight end this week? Who do you play this week? Who does he play this week? No, who do you play this week? Um... Josh. Oh yeah. Who's your Who's your other tight end? Uh, Pat. Um, Pat Fryermuth. Yep. I'd probably go Conklin. Josh, I'm only saying that because you upset me after you called me and went off on me about letting a trade go through. It's okay, buddy. It's I'm still okay. upset about that, man. You wanted to leave the league, but no. <sighs> I'm gonna take my deep breath. Man, Conklin. It's okay. 57 yards at 10.7 points. Hey. I'm telling you, watch out. Thanks for the pickup. You're you know, welcome. I really just use this topic just to tell Bryson, tell me what to do, because hey. I was 3-1, and one and I'm now 4-4. Four and four. It's been rough. Hey, happens. Slow, I mean, hot start, slow middle, why not a hot finish? Exactly, watch I need out. that, I need that. Hey, Carter, it's okay. Carter's sitting at last in the fantasy league. Carter did get his, his second, second win. win. Let's go. 
Every week, Carter gets a dub. We gotta clap it up for the so, boy. Wait, we need a soundboard so we can just celebration. Every just hit that button every time Carter wins. Shout out Harrison Butker for the game-winning field goal against the New York Giants. Got Love Carter it. the win in fantasy as well. R.I.P. Mason. Hey, you're only a game out of the playoffs, Carter. Watch out, Trey. He's on your neck. He's coming for you. <laughs> uh, but Keegan, is Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance who should be the starting quarterback for the 49ers? You know, it, it's not a simple answer. It's not. It's a very complicated answer. So Jimmy G, we'll go off numbers real quick. He has 1,000 yards, 428 yards, six touchdowns, four interceptions. That's that's his stats on the year. Mm-hmm. Lance started a game this year when Garoppolo was out. He threw for 129 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. That's what I looked at. Kyle Shanahan traded up to draft his guy, Trey Lance, but every time he plays, he just doesn't look that good. He looks He's good, but like that first start, I thought he was going to go off. Granted, it was versus the Arizona Cardinals. Very good defense this year. But it's just tough because I, I can make a defend. I can defend both of them. Jimmy Garoppolo has been to a Super Well, actually, he's a Super Bowl champion. he been to Super Bowl as a starter. Yep. Is a winner. But he doesn't have that flash like Kyle Shanahan wants. Here, so I'll give you my opinion. Okay, let's now, hear it. Because you probably got a better one than I do. So I'm saying Jimmy Garoppolo until they're out of the playoff race. Currently, aren't they sitting at 4-4? Four and 3-4. Four? 3-4. Uh, three and, four. Three and four. So they're under 500. Kyle Shanahan obviously already has a short leash on Jimmy Garoppolo because we've seen Trey Lance play even when Garoppolo's playing well. We've seen him when Garoppolo's playing bad. We've seen him start when Garoppolo's out. We've also seen Garoppolo play a whole game because Lance was out. Um, there's no reason to rush Trey Lance. We've seen him with an injury before this year. We've seen him play well and when he's thrown in in the middle of offensive drives, which I don't like at Key all. Key rotations are terrible. I hate it, especially in the middle of drives. I get if you're, like, throwing him in to, like, oh. run for a touchdown from the one. But I see it. I watched Michigan do it against Michigan State. Yes. It was terrible. It was, like, literally one play. It was one guy. Then they'd bring in the other guy. Then they'd go back to their quarterback one. I just... And, and the announcers were talking like they had done it all season. I hate that. There's no need to rush Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo is completing 65% of his passes. Well, Trey Lance is only completing 52. Yes, he's a rookie. Yes, he's only started one game, and he's seen limited time on the field whenever uh, he is given the opportunity. But like Keegan said, he is electric. There's a reason uh, Kyle Shanahan traded up for him. Another thing you have to take into account he didn't play football last year. North Dakota State yeah. didn't have a season last year because of COVID. Hey, they had one game. They had one game, but that, like I said, they didn't have a full season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trey Lance is still adjusting to the level of football that he's playing. I mean, he went from this NCAA Division One first-round pick to not playing football for a year to now playing in the NFL, it's just it's a hard transition. But a stat that stood out to me that I think is the end all be all: Jimmy Garoppolo is 34, 38 and fourteen in career starts in the NFL. Jeez, I he like you said, he's a born leader. He's a winner. He was winning with Bill Belichick. Now he's winning with Kyle Shanahan. I think uh, that they should stick with Jimmy G. And once they move to Trey Lance, I truly think a team like maybe. 
the Lions if Goff isn't the answer. Maybe the Dolphins if Tua isn't the answer. Maybe the Tua Broncos. needs the Broncos. See, I like Drew Locke. I think Bridgewater's the uh, bridge quarterback to Locke. But what wouldn't be a bad idea? Jimmy Garoppolo trade him to the Dolphins. If Dolph- the Dolphins don't think Tua's ready because they're... Someone, someone will buy on Garoppolo on his contract. Yeah, I mean, maybe even once Watson gets traded, maybe the Texans take a try Ooh, on him. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? There's a lot of options. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will have a job in the NFL somewhere because he is a winner. But, Keegan, after that being said, do, do you have an opinion now? I, I like that you brought up that Jimmy Garoppolo should be the starter until they're out of the playoff race. I like that a lot. I think that should be... I think that should be the the route they go. There's just not like if they're in the playoff race because of Jimmy and or because of Trey. Like, I, well, it wouldn't be because of Trey because Jimmy's the full time starter. So I don't understand why you would throw Trey Lance out when you're in a position to win. But once it comes to a position where you're not in a spot to do anything come playoff time, then there's no point of not starting Trey Lance. You know. Like, play them in games that don't matter. Play them in blowout no, games. Oh, yep, exactly. Play them in games that aren't going to matter later Give in the season. Give him that time to develop, but don't force it. No, a thousand percent. I agree. Um, on Monday Night Countdown this past week, I don't know if you watched it, Alex Smith was talking about letting QBs develop. I was at the game on Monday night. Okay, my bad. What? I forgot. Golly. Hey, maybe you heard him there. Um, I saw him there. I know. The, I, so, I, I could cry. It was a great time. Oh, um, bro, but he, he gave talked me goosebumps. About, it, it really did. The video of him there and them, them cheering him on. I mean, <sighs> he set the stage from Kansas City being this poor, hot garbage franchise to what we are now. Maybe besides this season at the moment. Hey, that's for the Chiefs podcast. Exactly. Check out. But so Steve Young and Alex Smith are talking about letting QBs develop. And Alex Smith, you know, as we know him, he helped Patrick Mahomes turn him to what he is. Steve Young, as a veteran, was saying, well, I, I'm i the leader. I don't need to help this young QB be a good, you know, uh, piece for this team in the future. So Alex Smith was talking about let QB sit for a year. He thought that Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence should sit for this year behind a veteran. It helps him develop instead of just going off instincts for the year. He he thinks every rookie QB should sit, learn behind a veteran, and then he'll be even better that next year. It's a great idea because, I mean, like you said, look at what Mahomes did. Not a lot of teams before that were drafting quarterbacks high in the first round, trading up for quarterbacks even. To have him sit for a year, that just like wasn't heard of. Never. And I mean, the Packers shown showed that they could do it by trading up and drafting Jordan Love, but Love hasn't seen an, a career start in the, the Packers regular have been season. Doing it for a while though, because you got Brett Favre. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So what I was saying is, you don't see team. The Packers still haven't started Love, so obviously they don't this Sunday. Well, it. yeah, but that they're, no, no, being, no, I get what you're they're saying, forced to start him on Sunday. But yeah, it, it's it's questionable. But why not let Jordan Love? Granted, Aaron Rodgers is a top three QB or whatever in the league right now. But I agree with Alex Smith. Why not let a dude sit behind a veteran to teach him? Well, I get it with like a Trevor Lawrence because if you put. Mike Glennon out there. Mike Glennon isn't selling tickets. If you put C.J. Beathard out there, C.J. Beathard isn't selling tickets. No, yeah, he's but not selling jerseys. Would you rather be good for that? Would you rather be mediocre for that one year or good for the next ten? I'd rather be mediocre that year, have another high draft pick, 
let the quarterback develop under duress sadly i mean he can also he could also learn from that like trevor lawrence is learning no right yeah now. it's it's very visible when watching like week one compared to week, week eight. eight trevor lawrence it's a big difference very he's, difference. he's not making those very bad reads like it was bad a thousand percent um but you know you're also probably gonna have a top pick with mike glennon at qb yeah for sure um so do you have an answer jimmy g or trey lance final answer Jim, jimmy g for now okay i like um it. Another off-topic question. Do you think Kyle Shannon deserves any hate? Do you still believe in him? Because when you think of Kyle Shannon, you think, well, well, why would Kyle Shannon be fired? He has a 32-38 and 38 record. Most coaches get fired for that. I think Kyle Shanahan is loved off his age and his name. I, I think... Kyle Shanahan yep. came in at a great time whenever Matt LaFleur and Sean McVay were in the NFL or getting into the NFL. They all used to work together with. Exactly. But I don't... I think his play style in the NFL is too old age. And I think he's trying to change it by drafting someone like Trey Lance. His mindset was the old school football. We're going to run the ball down your throat, and we're going to yep. play defense, and we're going to beat you straight up. Now that they have Trey Lance, they're able to open up their offense. They're able to develop a play-action pass, develop a deep ball maybe. I know Jimmy G, not awful. I'm not saying he's awful at any of those aspects of the game, but Trey Lance is a dynamic athlete. He can run the ball. He adds different things to an offense. I think he's trying to change, but in the same aspect, if Kyle Shanahan doesn't change some things, like you said, he's not winning a lot of games. I mean, he is, but in the same aspect, he's losing a lot of games too. healthy anywhere last year. But, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough. I could see it going either ways. Like if you told me at the end of the year, and you know the 49ers are at three and four right now, if they go six and eleven, if at the end of the year I see on my phone breaking news, Kyle Shanahan's fired, I'll be surprised because of how much they loved him. But also, I get it. I think a lot of people hasn't delivered too much. I think a lot of people would be surprised just based off the name and the recent success with the Super Bowl run. But if they did a deeper dive, like you did into record. And stuff like that, I definitely think they would understand more. No, yeah, it, it's a tough situation, but it's also like we were just talking about who who's out there that's better. That's true. Like like you said a little bit ago, uh, like a Dan Campbell situation. So Dan Campbell has proven hasn't proven that he can win games with the Lions. So how many years do you give him? Or uh, David Coley of the Houston Texans. How many years do you give them to prove themselves? Obviously, Kyle Shanahan has had years to prove himself. Has a Super Bowl appearance. Has multiple playoff appearances and multiple playoff victories. But in the same aspect, he is losing games. So how many years do you take with him losing games before you pull the plug? If you I'm, if, no, I guess if I'm an NFL GM and I make a, a coach hire. Like Dan Campbell or David Coley's this year, I, I give him three years. Three. No, listen. If he's if he's winning, obviously you keep him. But those free, first three years are major. If he can't win with those by that third year, if he's not winning, 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 mm-hmm. it, it's bad. Yeah. I I you got to move on by then. Like in um. 
in uh, two years, if Dan Campbell isn't winning, I feel like that's when you got to pull the plug on the Dan uh, Campbell ex- experience. Just depends on record and all of that. And where no, the exactly. What what is, what is he doing? But it's also what have you done for me at this moment, league? Very true. Very true. Uh, so Keegan, last part of the podcast, one of the best parts, dog of the week. I'm gonna go first because why not? I want to. Okay, fair. It's one of those days. I got Cooper Rush. Oh. Starting quarterback last week of the Dallas Cowboys. Probably didn't know he was going to be the starting quarterback till about 30 minutes till kickoff. About, yep. Uh, Dak Preston got, uh, re- reports came out that he might not be the starter come Sunday. Uh, Cooper Rush goes out, and he probably ran a lot of reps with the ones, but I feel like Dak Prescott also limitedly ran with the ones. Uh, Dak Prescott came out pregame, did workouts, did a warm-up, the full nine. He came off the field sweating, and he went up to Mike McCarthy, and he let him know, hey, man, I'm not going tonight. And obviously had to let Cooper Rush know. Cooper Rush, he took that, and he ran with it. He completed 24 of 40 passes for 325 yards in two scores. Did have two turnovers, but went on the road playing in a very hostile environment in Minnesota, a very hot Minnesota team that, granted, very hit or miss on the defensive side of the ball, but usually hit this year with Kirk Cousins uh, playing quarterback. I I think Cooper Rush has to be the dog of the week because, I mean, like I stated before, probably didn't know he was going to be the starting quarterback in Minnesota. Granted, one of the hardest stadiums to play at in the NFL Till about 30 minutes till kickoff, so therefore, Cooper Rush is my dog of the week. Keegan, who is yours? I got another backup QB that I got thrown in there. Yeah, it was it was really a weird week. week. It was an insanely weird week. Week of the backup QBs. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, you might have heard him by now, Mike White. Ooh. Mike White had an 82% completion percentage, Golly. 405 yards versus the Bengals defense, three touchdowns, did have two interceptions. Wasn't, do you, you might have the stat on there, but I want to say this is the first time an NFL quarterback in their first ever NFL start has thrown for over 400 yards and three touchdowns since, oh, was it Manning, maybe? I think it was Manning. I'm not 100% sure. I saw the stat on Twitter and I meant to save it, but I just scrolled right past it. <laughs> Uh, I want to say it was Manning, but continue. I'm sorry. Um, but the biggest thing for Mike White, he got the win over the Bengals. Uh, very hot Bengals the Bengals team. Yeah, exactly. They just they just whooped the Ravens last week. They made the Ravens look like a mediocre football team. Exactly. And now Mike White comes in there, wins at home, got the crowd to chant his name. Uh, the crazy thing is, is Mike White, 405 yards. You just mentioned that's the first time since Peyton Manning. I bet we never hear about Mike White again. Well, besides tomorrow night because he's playing. Starting tomorrow night, yes. Exactly. But, like, after this year, he'll never get a shot again. But that's kind of wild because 405 yards in your rookie debut or NFL debut, that's wild. Um, Another thing I want to bring up, Cooper Rush and Mike White actually used to be teammates, if you did not know. Really? They were on the Cowboys. Cooper Rush actually beat out Mike White for that job as the backup, so Mike White is now a Jet. Wow. So that's how that happened. So I feel like that's a pretty good, cool story since we both have them as our dogs of the week. Heck yeah. But yeah, that's why I, I, Mike White, I mean, he was really fun to watch. I, the, 
Jets pull off a tremendous win. I mean, you win those games because of coaching, but Mike White, tremendous week, dog of the week right there. See, the Bengals were an 11-point favorite going into it. Michael Carter That's had a insane. great game. Yep, all a of, around. A lot of Jets brought up in this podcast, talked about uh, Mike White, l- l- touched on Michael Carter a little bit. I know Keegan's sleeper of the week is Jameson Crowder. Yep. Hey. Turn into a Jets fan base over here. Watch out. For real. You know, all jokes. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Hey, we love it. Keegan, you got anything else in about 40 minutes? Like we do every podcast. I love um, it. You know, very, very weak, very newsworthy. A lot of news this week in football. It was a weird week. It was a weird week. We had but the it was trade a... deadline, too. Not, not too many big moves. It was Von, a... Von Miller's probably the big one. Oh, a thousand percent. Biggest one, easily. It was a weird week, but it was a good week, and it was a much-needed week. Because it's halfway through the year. People are getting a little too comfortable with football. we got to throw a little wrench in there. i got to show exactly. you some backup quarterback showing success. This past week in the NFL show, it's a week-by-week season. Straight up. I mean, people forget that. I love no it. game plan is the same week in and week out. Ha-ha. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you got anything else? No, that's it. Uh, see you back here. Next Wednesday, like we do every Wednesday. Yes, sir. Uh, that's going to be... Oh, gosh. Let me pull up my calendar. I just want to see the date. Next Wednesday? Next Wednesday the is going to... Keegan, it's the 3rd. That's Saturday. Oh, my bad. Your, your uh, calendar here is still in October. Yeah, it's the 10th. Watch out. Uh, the 816 hour in the huddle. We out? We're out. Peace.